Are you looking to catch up on all the latest Blue Jays action? Missed this past weekend series and wondered how the Jays fared against the Braves? You are in the right place. This is Station to Station, our Blue Jays series recap show here on Organized Chaos Sports. The first place Atlanta Braves pulled into the Rogers Center for a three-game series this past weekend. Could the Jays respond? After a disappointing two games in Philly, stay tuned to find out. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you enjoy. All right, welcome to Station to Station, your Blue Jays series recap show. Back here with Rob. Uh, the righty in from the pen as Dustin is away uh, this week. Uh, Rob, this was the probably the most anticipated series I had um, on my mind in May. Uh, the Atlanta Braves came in as an extremely strong team. Yeah, I mean, first, uh, I believe at first the National League in their division, uh, strong team, uh, former uh, GM, Alex Anthopoulos and former player Kevin Pillar uh, on the team. And it's always fun when Jays play teams that, uh, that have former Jays on them. I always look forward to those series and those games. Definitely. And, and we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Pillar uh, in a little bit and his contributions, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I actually forgot about Alex because uh, he I'm a big I'm a big Alex guy, so it's not that I, I agree. hate him, but I I enjoyed his openness, uh, the way he communicated with the media, and uh, really just his his overall style. He was always you know he was always trying to win. It may not have worked out all the time, but he was always trying to win. So so, uh, so not just not just not just because you guys have the same name, not just because we have the same name. More to it than that. I get it. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. He was, uh, you know, Canadian boy, always uh, wanted the Jays to win, uh, put all the cards on the table back, I think it was 2016? Um, 15, 15 and 16, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think he really wanted to win with this team, and I was definitely sad to uh, see him go. Um, but, hey, man, he's doing well uh, with uh, doing well with the Braves, so. Well, they Put did on. win the World Series not last year, but the year prior. So it was good to see. Yeah, them. there you go. Absolutely. Get a ring. All right, so let's move into this game. Uh, we're just going to go over uh, the lineup in a moment. But the Jays come into this series 21-16. and 16, And again, uh, third in the AL East. Um, their lineup for this game, uh, left to right in the outfield, Dalton Varsho, Kevin Kiermaier, and George Springer. Uh, the infield, third base around the horn, to first, Matt Chapman, Bo Bichette, Whit Merrifield, and, of course, Vladdy Guerrero. Our catcher in this game, Alejandro Kirk, and our DH, uh, Brandon Belt. Our pitching matchup, Chris Bassett versus Spencer Strider. Uh, Bassett came into this game 4-2 and two with a 4.28 ERA, and his whip was 1.23. Rob, as we're about to discuss, uh, this turned into a bit of a pitcher's duel, and Bassett came out the winner. Yep, yep. The uh, the two pitchers they were predicting that uh, I believe they're pretty similar in their approaches. 
Um, but uh, Bassett, yeah, put on a clinic and came out on top. Right, so top first, Bassett gets the game underway with his first pitch at 7.07 p.m. Uh, top, top third, I do want to highlight a couple items that uh, you know weren't uh, ended up in, in scoring plays for the Jays, but we had a Kevin Kiermeyer sliding catch in center field off of former, uh, former Jays prospect Travis Darno, and then we have a bow diving catch um, up the middle. Uh, nice little fly out. A couple defensive plays that I think, uh, as we'll see throughout the series, I think uh, possibly a dis difference maker for the Jays. Uh, their defense just better than the Braves. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, the overall defense, and that's what that's what you need, and that's why those like somebody like Kiermaier, that's why he was brought in uh, because of the defense. Bo, uh, well, I want to say he was a great defensive shortstop, but I mean, given that game over in Philadelphia, um, and I think he had a, I think he had a throw today, which was a little bit off as well. So, I mean, I guess defensively to get behind the ball is good. I guess it's just his throwing, but um, yeah, defense is always going to be a key uh, in wins. So our first scoring of the game comes in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, we uh, for the Jays. We have a wit single, uh, Kiermaier walks, and following that, there is a uh, George Springer RBI single scoring Witt Merrifield. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier uh, was ruled to be have scored on this play as well, but following a Atlanta challenge, uh, he was actually called out, which was the correct call, and that inning ended one to nothing. And now the top of the six, uh, Atlanta grounds into a 5-3 double play, where Chapman fields the ball on third, uh, steps on third, and then fires the first to complete that. Uh, that was a kind of big play as uh, that particular inning the Atlanta was building, and they got out of that one. Um, bottom of the seventh, we have a Brandon Bell double. Uh, Nathan Lucas comes on to pinch run for him, and then following that, Atlanta takes out uh, Spencer Strider out of the game. Uh, didn't appear to work for them as there was a Kiermaier walk, a Springer walk, uh, and following that, a pass ball, which allows Nathan Lucas to score from third base and all runners to advance. So that inning uh, ends two to nothing. Uh, bottom of the eighth now, Dalton Varsho uh, crushes a solo home run to center field. That's actually his sixth of the season. And I thought this was actually a key point in the game uh, in terms of uh, pitching as uh, John Schneider elected to keep Chris Bassett in the game. Of course, he's, uh, he's on a, uh, he's, he's pitching a shutout. Uh, and he, he allows him to stay in the game. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts on this, Rob? Yeah, I mean, it's not something you see very often. Um, I mean, it was great that he comes out and, and talks to his pitcher. And I guess, I think it was that, that Varshow home run that really kept him in the game. I don't think if Varshow doesn't get that third run, um, I don't know if Schneider keeps him in uh, with a, with a, with a two run lead, uh, three run lead. I think he feels a bit more comfortable. I mean, and again, he's pitching great. So, I mean, leave him in if you have an opportunity to, pitch a complete game which again is is very rare in in these uh 
in, in this day and age. Uh, but I think his pitch count was also under 100 at the end of it too. So that says a lot uh, to, to keeping him in the game. So, I mean, I thought it was a great move. Uh, I think uh, too many managers pull their pitchers when, uh, when, when, they're, uh, when they're doing well. Um, so why not just keep, you know, keep them in? I know you got to watch their, their arm and their pitch count and, and what have you, but uh, I, th- I thought it was a great move. I thought it was good for the game. I thought it was good for Chris, uh, good for the Jays, and hopefully the other pitchers can strive to put in, put in more innings. Well, the Jays end up winning this game three to nothing. And as you said, Chris Bassett uh, finishes the game with a complete game. Shutout, nine innings pitch, two, two hits, two pitch, yeah. yeah, zero earned runs, only two walks, along with eight strikeouts. He is now five and two with a three point four nine ERA. Uh, and and actually, Rob, I, something I wanted your thoughts on that I have been noticing. I think Schneider is playing a little bit of a long game this season, as he is trying to show each pitcher that when he puts them in the game, he will trust them because there's been definitely been a few times. And I talked about it in the last episode as as well as some prior series where he's leaving pitchers in games longer than Mm -hmm. I would like, um, or at least I would be comfortable with. But I, I think this is, this is, he, I think he's playing a long game on, on this, this season where later in the, in, Basically, later in the year, where there are key moments, you know, yeah. I don't think Jay's pitchers are going to be having in the back of their mind, well, hey, if I, you know, walk this guy or let this guy on, I'm going to get the hook, and and you know, th- I, I'm thinking he's playing the long game. He definitely is showing a lot of faith in all of his pitchers, um, and we're going to see in game number two. Uh, he he throws uh, Swanson in another sticky situation, but he, he in that case he got out of it. But I think this is something that we're gonna keep we're gonna keep an eye on. And I think, you know, I have been a little bit at times put off by this, but uh, I I'm, I'm thinking I think there's a bigger uh, there's a bigger picture at play here. Yeah, I mean, I think they're also keeping like they want to try to keep their like reserve their bullpen and keep them keep their bullpen fresh because I believe last year when Houston won a big part of them winning was they had a, like their bullpen um, and their relievers were pretty well rested, still pretty strong. So if you can count on your pitchers, like Bassett saved arms for, you know, the two, the two other series and even going into the New York series, if you don't have to use your relievers. So I think it is a long game, you know, trust your pitchers, uh, try to squeeze them as long as they can. So give the relievers a break for when you truly need them. One, well, and I, I also think that this bullpen, while it has some strong arms, I don't think it has, I don't think it quite has the depth that uh, some other bullpens have. And yeah, I agree with that. When the starting pitchers don't go very long, I think the bullpen, bullpen can get a little bit exposed. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So game number two, our lineup across the outfield, left to right, Varsho, Kiermaier, and Springer. Uh, around the horn from third to first, we have Chapman, Bo, Witt, and Vladdy. Jansen comes in at catcher, and our designated hitter, again, is Brandon Belt. 
our pitching matchup for this game, Jose Barrios versus Bryce Elder. Barrios comes into this game three and three with a 4.91 ERA and a 1.24 whip. All right, so, so top of the first, uh, Jose Barrios gets this game underway at 3.09 p.m. And uh, Atlanta is actually the first team to score, which comes in the top of the second, where they hit a two-run home run, and that inning finishes two to nothing. Now, the Jays respond in the bottom of the fourth uh, with a Vladdy leadoff double. And I, I, I think, you know, what you, uh, if you didn't watch the game, what you really wanted, what you was really to see on this play was the Pete Rose head first slide and second base <laughs> Rob. Yeah, that was, uh, that was fun to watch. Uh, I mean, he, clearly Vladdy likes to play the game. Uh, he likes to have fun and, and, and he goes at it hard. Uh, I guess I get, I got a little bit concerned cause it looked more like a pool dive than a slide. Uh, which, I mean, think, thankfully he didn't get hurt, but, I mean, if he keeps doing stuff like that, man, I just hope he doesn't hurt himself. Um, but it was pretty cool to watch. It was pretty fun to watch. Um, I'm, glad he's, <laughs> I'm glad he's okay, but I think it's just something they, they might want to ease, like, not ease up on him, but just, okay, hey, man, be, be, be careful what you're doing. Well, Rob, I think Vladdy has uh, sufficient cushioning uh, in the midsection. Uh, for yeah. Sack, so, <laughs> well, so. and it, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? <laughs> it can protect him or it can, it can hurt him. So, um, but the takeaway is, is he's uh, that it, it was a fun, it was a fun thing to watch. That's for sure. Well, Vladdy definitely plays the game. He with with the utmost amount of fun, uh, more than any player that I've seen. Now, Varsho follows this up with a strikeout. Uh, now Chapman, uh, after that, gets an infield single, which pushes Vladdy to third. And then we have a wit fielder's choice, which Vladdy comes in the score, and that inning ends two to one. Uh, now we have in the bottom of the fifth, uh, Kimreyer leads off with a double, which uh, sends him to third uh, following a wild pitch. And then Bobichette steps to the plate, and hits an RBI single to right field, scoring Kiermaier, and that inning ends 2-2. Two to two. Top of the six, we have our first pitching change of this game in the series for the Jays, where Jimmy Garcia replaces Jose Barrios. Barrios' pitching line, 5.2 innings pitched, six hits, two earned runs, three walks, and three strikeouts. Rob, uh, Maybe not his best outing, but uh, not too bad either. Uh, yeah, I mean, typical uh, typical Barrios, right? Like some days he's great, some days he's he's not so great. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was one of his best uh, pitching pitching outings, but uh, you know, came through. Uh, I don't have any of any of his numbers off the top of my head, but you know, that's that's Barrios, right? That's why his number number four pitcher. Now top seven, um, there is a single and two walks, uh, which loads the bases. Uh, the pitching uh, change at this point that Schneider makes is bringing Eric Swanson on to replace Jimmy Garcia. And uh, as I said, at that point, the bases were loaded with one out. 
It was quite the jam. Uh, Schneider seems to like to throw Swanson into these. He really into the fire. And yeah, but, that, but, but he's the high leverage guy. I mean, that's why they brought him in for that. Um, for those high leverage games, and yeah, it, it's tough to watch that he has to and kind of feel bad a little bit for the guy because it's you know the second time in how um, what two games that or three games that that uh, he comes on with with bases loaded. So, uh, but that's what they pay him for, right? That's why relievers are important, and uh, yeah. Well, so I think this is um, as I said, I, I do think that. Uh, Schneider is playing the long game and because what happens is uh, Garcia comes in with two outs in the, um, the sixth and the fact that he comes out in the seventh means that he has to rep- he has to face two more uh, batters because you have to face you have to face a minimum of three batters once yeah. you come into the game but okay. he could have because he finished that inning you could have brought Swanson in for a, a clean inning. Now, as you said, Swanson is you know the high leverage guy. I I don't I don't know if I would have left uh, if I would have let Jimmy Garcia like load the bases again. Like you know after a single and a walk, like he faces two batters. Why you know why why do you not take him off at that point? But again, as I said, I think you know Schneider is playing this, this long game where I think he's he's said okay you know. I'm I'm giving you a chance to get an you know an out or two here. He unfortunately didn't, and then you know he brings in Swanson to basically put out the fire, which he ends up doing and get the he gets out of the jam with a strikeout and a flyout to and yeah that, uh, that and so, so the did, so Garcia did he actually face he he would have had to face three batters. So no, but I he, think he faced he faced. So he faced a batter in the bottom of the sixth, though. So that would have been one batter, right? Oh, okay, and then there was, and then the other two, right? I got, I get it. Yeah. Um, so you do yeah. have a decision, but you know that, and this is why, you know, this is why I think that, you know, he's he's leaving the pitcher in a little bit longer than the very minimum. And so, well, I wonder to a rule, like, is it is it three? Is it three batters in an inning or three batters total? So is the, there... the rule the rule is three batters, but it does. But it, so it doesn't it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't have to be in the same inning. So like you said, you can come in on the in the the bottom of the the fifth, and then you can take over well, one batter in the fifth. So you can you can pull a pitcher. You can pull a pitcher in who is faced less than three batters but it has to but that's because they reached the end of the inning so you know just for example um you know jimmy garcia comes on to replace i don't know kikuchi there's uh one out in the bottom of the seventh so jimmy garcia can get those two outs and then he either gets pulled or he starts the next inning right so if he starts the next inning, he has to finish. He has to face that batter. That, right? that one, that one batter, and then they can that pull him out. Okay. They could pull him after that. Yeah. So you can right. pull a pitcher, you know, in the in you know between innings. Um, but uh, you you know you can't once he starts an inning, and that that was what I think was key here. And they were talking about it on the broadcast is that you know do you bring him out for 
that uh, seventh inning, and they did. And because they did, he had to he had to face two batters. He okay. single, he allowed a single, and he walked the batter. So mm-hmm. wasn't really that sharp. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's and, yeah maybe that's part of a problem too. Is like he's he's not warm, right? He's uh, he cools down during during that inning, and then he comes back up, and it's just yeah, like like I. All right, bottom of the seventh, Jays come to the plate with Kevin Kiermaier leading off, who hits a single. George Springer follows him with a single of his own, pushing Kiermaier to second. And then we have, saw a similar play that we've seen earlier in the season, uh, Rob, where the double steal is called. Yeah, double steal is always fun to watch. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, – and, and I think – this is a you know a situational thing. We have our two probably quickest uh, base runners on, and Schneider took advantage and yep. pushed two in pushed two runners into scoring position. Uh, so Bobuchet steps up after that and hits an RBI single to left field, and Kiermaier scores, and George Springer holds at third, but he is not there for very long as Vladdy steps up and hits a sack fly, which. Uh, George, uh, which George Springer comes in to score on, and that inning ends four to two. The bottom of the eighth, we have some more scoring where we have a wit uh, walk who, uh, following that, he uh, steals second base, and then Danny Jansen uh, steps up and hits an RBI double to left field, in which wit scores on. That inning uh, ends five to two. And Jordan Romano uh, comes on in the top of the ninth as this is a save situation, replacing Eric Swanson. Mm-hmm. He gets the save, and the Blue Jays win 5-2. to two. Our winning pitcher uh, is Eric Swanson. I feel like he was rewarded for that uh, jam he got himself out of. And our losing pitcher was A.J. Minter. Jose Barrios gets a no decision on this one, but actually improves his ERA to 4.70. So the the Jays, uh, following that win, uh, take the series win. Uh, uh, We go into game three, and I think this is another key game for the Jays, as it seems like in a lot of the series this year, they... uh, get the series win on the, on the first two games. And then it's kind of third game. There's uh, sometimes a wobble. Yeah. um, I mean, yeah, two out of three taking a series is always good, but it's always better when you sweep, uh, especially again, when you have a good team against a good team, like, uh, like Atlanta. Right. So, uh, and then with Kikuchi on the mound, uh, although he's had better season than last year, uh, you still have a hundred percent confidence in him. I, I still get a little bit nervous when he's on the mound. So did I think they were going to sweep the series with, with him on the mound? No, I didn't. And uh, for the most part of the game, I mean, he wasn't – I mean, he did let up some runs. I think they pulled him when, when they were actually losing. So uh, it was their offense at the end that made him take the series. But always great when you uh, have the series sweep. And then when you go into another uh, series against the Yankees tomorrow – uh, with another division rival with good momentum. Well, let's let's go through uh, this game a little bit. As, uh, it was quite eventful. 
uh, probably the most eventful game of the, of the series. So our, our lineup uh, left to right in the outfield, Whit Merrifield, Dalton Varsho, and George Springer. So that's Kevin Kiermaier getting the day off. Our infield, uh, third base over to first, Matt Chapman, Bo Bichette, Santiago Espinal in for Witt at second, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., of course, at first. Our catcher again is Danny Jansen, and our DH again is Brandon Belt. Our pitching matchup, as you touched on, Yusei Kikuchi versus Colin McHugh. Kikuchi comes in this game 5-0, and a 3.35 ERA and a 1.19 whip. And uh, I didn't realize this, but I guess I don't know if the J. Um, excuse me, I don't know if the Braves. I don't know if they're missing a starter, but this was essentially a bullpen day, Rob, where they basically just worked their bullpen all day because I don't know if they had a starter. Uh, yeah, um, I think we're talking about that uh, one pitcher now. I can't remember his name, the Canadian guy. Uh, they were talking about possibly him having start. Uh, but I think because he was in his, he was throwing a, a session on Thursday um, in his in the minor league in their minor league system. They just had a bullpen day today, so uh, yeah, I think it was just one of those days. I can't think of that. I can't think of that Canadian guy again. All right. Well, the top of the first gets underway at one thirty-seven p.m. with Kikuchi's first pitch, and Ronald Acuna Jr waste no time and absolutely crushes a no doubter uh, to left field a second deck shot on a one on one count and that inning ends one to nothing yeah that was a mon- that that wasn't that was a monster shot when i saw that i was like wow that's well, it, it was yeah. I, I think it was the no doubter of no doubters really like it, you knew exactly what was going on. as soon as as soon as it left the bat, it was uh, it was absolutely out of the stadium. Uh, now, top of the second, Atlanta score a second run, and that uh, half inning ends two to nothing. But the Jays come back in the bottom of the second, and uh, we have a wit. Uh, well, wit reaches on a uh, fielding error. We have a belt RBI single, which wit scores on. Uh, Jansen singles, Espinal singles, we have a bow walk, and then Vladdy steps to the plate and he hits a two RBI single, and that inning ends three to two. Now, um, Atlanta then comes to the plate in the top of the third and hits a two run home run of their own, and they now uh, lead the game four to three. Uh, top of the fourth, we have uh, Superman himself coming back to the Rogers Center, Kevin Pillar, and uh, I kind of felt it, uh, I felt good for him coming back to the Rogers Center and hitting a solo home run there, Rob. Yeah, Toronto loves uh, loves their former players and uh, showed him a good, nice sign of respect. I mean, he I don't think he ever wanted to really leave Toronto. I remember when he got traded uh, to San Francisco. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans are really upset about that, but I mean, it just goes to show you, you know, you got to give something, you got to give something up, uh, give give up something good to to get something good, and uh, they they gave up Kevin Pillar, but uh, yeah, nice to see uh, the ovation that he got, and yeah, 
nice to see him get get a home run in the new Rogers uh, stadium. But uh, hey, I still want the Jays to win. Well, I, I think the result in the end makes me feel a bit better and not mind the fact that he hit that home run. Uh, the bottom of the fourth, Springer hits a solo home run of his own, and the game is now five to four. And following uh, that home run, we have a bunch of pitching changes. I'm just going to try to go through them quickly here. So we have Anthony Bass replacing Kikuchi. Kikuchi's pitching line for this game, 4.0 innings pitch, nine hits, four earned runs, no walks, um, but he did give up three home runs. Top of the six, Jay Jackson comes on to replace Anthony Bass. Top of the seven, Trevor Richards comes on to replace Jay Jackson. And top of the ninth, uh, Nate Pearson comes on mm -hmm replace Trevor Richards. This is really at the point that things feel a lot more interesting. Uh, uh, in the bottom of the ninth, Rob, with Vladdy singles, uh, Chapman walks. There is a belt single which loads the bases. And then Danny Jansen steps up to the plate and hits a two RBI single. And the Jays mm -hmm. walk off to a six to five win. Yeah, great win. And, uh, Danny Jansen definitely very impressive the last you know few games, um, doing a lot better than Kirk. Uh, well, again, I know in, in my first podcast with you, I didn't understand uh, Alejandro Kirk, and everybody was as him as a fan favorite. But I mean, Danny Jansen's definitely stepping up, and that was great to see him walk off the Braves. Um, another takeaway is I'm just I, I believe the the Braves had a lot of sloppy defense. Uh, in this game, so I kind of was wondering, like, if 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 they didn't have as much bad, they, if they were, if their defense wasn't as terrible as it was, would the Jays still have come up with a win? Um, you know, a little bit of luck on on the Jays side, but I guess that's what you need in sports. That little bit of luck as well. Well, you know, hard to say what would have happened without those errors, but. Uh... It was definitely a comedy of errors throughout this game uh, with fielders running into each other, fielders, I guess, not calling each other off, uh, trying to really catch the same mm -hmm. ball. It was um, – I think it was really in um, comparison to the Jays. It was, the, the, you know, this is, this is a, a difference maker that uh, really showed up in this series. Yeah, I agree. All right. Winning pitcher, Nate Pearson. Losing pitcher, Rizal Iglesias. The Jays are now 24-16. and 16, And Rob, still third place in the AL East. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how are you going to take over uh, Tampa? They're still doing – they're still killing it. And Baltimore still in as number two. Um, series against New York. I mean, even if they – take the series or sweep the series. Uh, it, it, it's Tampa and, and Baltimore. I believe Baltimore is coming in after New York. So that would be more of a series I would want to pay more attention to, I think, than uh, in the New York series. Well, and, and I think, you know, when you have teams that run out to, um, I guess, leads in the division of this sort, you know, you're not going to really see a lot of, uh, you know, changing of position. Uh, but I, I have noted that, you know, the, the Rays uh, are coming back to the pack a little bit. So I think we're going to see 
this division tighten up in the next um, probably month and a half, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll see where the Jays are at at the end of May. Um, but I think they're going to, you know, continue to uh, march on. Now, uh, Rob, uh, yes. it is time for player of the series. Um, can you give me a player of the series? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Danny Jansen. I mean, you, you, he made an impression definitely on today's game, uh, third game in the series, and uh, in, uh, in the second game. So I would, give it, I would give it to Danny Jansen. All right. I am going to go with George Springer. Uh, he has not got my nod yet this year, but uh, I think he's been uh, – well, I think overall his, his play performances have been good, even if – you know, he hasn't really seen, um, you know, the hits and, and other statistics uh, show for it. But in this particular series, he had two runs, four hits, two RBIs, one walk and one home run. Uh, so he was really right up there with Guerrero um, and any other and he, uh, batter as well in the series. And he had a pretty good defensive play, too, if I remember, right? He did, yes. Yeah, he, uh, so that was, right yeah. There, yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, and, and if I didn't go with him, I'd probably go with Vladdy because, you know, mm. he, he had a pretty good, you know. But but Vladimir Guerrero and Bo Bichette are kind of, you know, they're just, they just it, they just exist and are really good, you know. They they, yeah. they tend to have good stat lines every series. So uh, I'll, I, I'll I, turn it around and give it to Springer. Yeah, that's a good one. Speaking of, like, Bo and Vladdy actually had, I mean, maybe a talking point at another another time in the series. But, I mean, if you had to sign one of those players now, only one, who do you take? I'm not looking for an answer right now, but I wonder if it's something to think about that. Uh, yeah, out of the two, out of Bo versus Vladdy, who do you take? Oh, that like that's a really tough one. I think... Yeah. Um, well, wait, it doesn't, we, don't have to, we don't have to answer now. I'm just... Uh, I kind of have a, a theory on that one, but uh, maybe, that's for, uh, maybe that's for another time. We can save that for another time. I think splitting up those two would be splitting up like Toronto's two favorite sons. Um, oh, I, yeah, I agree. But do you, are you able to keep both, right? Well, they're good. They're they're definitely going to demand absolutely massive contracts. But mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we have a billion dollar company behind this team. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. but you also I, have like Chap- sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say you also have like Matt Chapman, who uh, you know is expressing interest to stay. But he's going to be well, looking for a big contract. So, so uh, I, in terms of that, I would not be. I I would offer. I would offer him a contract, right? But he's not. I don't think he's. What we offer him is not going to be enough to keep him. He's going to I get agree. a. Big, yeah. He's going to get a big fat contract, and um, I think he probably knows that. But you know, you can throw him a bone and see if he wants mm-hmm. to. See if he wants yeah. to, you know, take a take a discount. Yeah. yeah take a hometown discount, but really what the team is saving its, you know, it's, it's loot for is, is for Vladdy and, uh, and both. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I think, I, th- I'm, I imagine um, Shapiro and Athens actually probably have a strategy on what they're going to do. I would love to see, you know, and now I both just signed a three-year contract, but, I would love to see them lock up Bo first because I feel like I feel like Vladdy's the is probably the one that like wants like I think he's the easier sign um, 
because I think he, I think he, you know, he, I think he wants to stay. I, whereas I think Bo, I think Bo is a bit more professional. I think he, yeah, you know, he'd be okay taking his, uh, he'd be okay, you know, going to another um, city and and playing there. I, I don't know if he, I don't know, he, I don't know if he feels emotionally as connected to Toronto as as maybe Vladimir Guerrero does. Yeah. But then, but then again, maybe I'm discounting uh, Bo and and you know and the player himself as well. So. Yeah, definitely something interesting to watch. So, all right. So we have the Yanks coming in. Uh, Rob, what are you what are you saying? Are they the Jays can pick up an air, another series win or another series sweep? Uh, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I mean, Yankees are the Yankees, no matter who's injured. Uh, I think it's a four game series, if I remember. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a, a series sweep. Uh, I'm going to hope for a series win, but I think I might go there. I think they're going to split the series two and two. Hmm, interesting. Well, the, the Yankees are in last place. So I, I'm going to go for a, uh, a series win on this one. I don't think the Yankees okay. are in a good place. Jays are at home. And uh, I believe the Jays have the second best record in the majors at home. So I don't really see them losing many games, especially the Yankees. But uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, we will check back later in the week. That sounds great. All right. Thanks for joining us, Rob, and have a good one. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye, Alex. Okay, bye. This has been Station to Station here on Organized Chaos Sports. We will be back on Friday to discuss the four-game series versus the New York Yankees. If you enjoyed this episode, we ask that you share it with one friend that you think may enjoy it as well. Thanks for listening, and until next time.